0: The Triangle Service Factory Fire The Triangle Service Factory Fire that occurred in New York City over a century ago may not seem relevant today, but it is. It was a disaster that opened the eyes of the country to poor working conditions in clothing factories and other workplaces, and set a landmark period of labor reforms in motion. And now, your host, please welcome Le Bonchi. Do you ever wonder why there are multiple exit doors in your classrooms and why they are never locked? Well, the fire led to improve safety standards for factory workers. One of the reasons that this fire was so deadly was because the factory owners locked the doors to the exits. During this time, locking doors was a common practice to prevent theft and unauthorized breaks. The text we will be exploring today is the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire by Mike Kubik This is most obviously an expository text. It's an informational text that provides factual information on a topic using clear, non-narrative organizational structure with the major topic and information that supports it. You can clearly tell that Mike Cuban begins the story with an introduction to what was going on at New York at the time. He describes it as, Europeans who were pouring into the city at a rate of 18,000 per month and the newcomers were part of one of America's biggest waves of immigrants. Overviews such as this are highly effective of not just getting your reader ready for what might happen next in the event, but informing readers who may have never heard of this event before. The author then goes to talk about the backgrounds and reasons as to why so many people were coming to America at the time. Thousands and thousands of Jews left Germany and other eastern countries because of persecution, restrictive laws, economic hardship, and other various types of harsh conditions. They came to America looking for freedom and justice. Then Kubik goes directly into the event. He subsections the event for clear understanding from where the event begins to where it ends. The fire. The event that inspired their bold agenda started that day at 4.35 p.m. in the Lower East Side clothing factory of the Triangle Shirtwaist Company. Someone tossed a burning match or cigarette into a big pail of scrapped cuttings and the highly flammable material burst into a ferocious fire. It took less than 30 minutes for the inferno to devour the three top floors of a 10-story building filled with 500 garment workers, almost all of them being recent immigrants. The fire was New York's deadliest industrial disaster ever. It caused the deaths of 146 seamstresses and the other workers, 123 women and 23 men, at least two of whom were 14 14-year-old girls working 72 hours a week for less than a dollar a day. You see, the thing is, today too many employers fail to comply with the labor and workplace safety laws enacted in the years that followed the tragedy. This is partially because of our government. They don't enforce laws properly. Employers still needlessly lose their lives in the workplace. They can and must do a lot to ensure that employees' well-being is put above income. The statistics stated at the end of this paragraph leaves readers with multiple emotions. These emotions are highly necessary in portraying feelings, for example, the two 14-year-old girls like you and me. Aside from just stating facts, this keeps the reader hooked, encouraging them to go on. After that, we are greeted with a new subsection na- or subtitle named Demand for Change. Kubik goes on to explain the three reformers from people in New York to other states and how they tried to come back from such a devastating event and the ways they were trying to prevent this from ever happening again. He states one of them was Alfred E. Smith, a Catholic grade school dropout, and a witty and r- irresistible charmer. The other legal wizard was Robert F. Wagner, an energetic and forceful Paul known for his ability to ram new laws through a reluctant legislature. Wagner was 33 years old when he became the youngest leader of New York. Adding to their effectiveness as reformers was an informal alliance they formed with a 30-year-old Francis Perkins, a Boston-educated member of an old Maine family and a prominent social worker. In the final section of the article, the author discusses this to show why these three leaders were the perfect fit for this disaster and as to why they were the perfect first steps to the horrible event. After that, Kubik goes on to explain ways as to how three reformers in New York and other states at the time tried to come back from such a devastating event. According to Von Drell, the Tammany twins then set a blistering pace that evented nearly one public hearing a week interviewing more than 220 witnesses and producing nearly 3,500 pages of testimony. In 1913, Wagner and Smith pushed 25 bills through the New York legislature, a record that, according to Von Drehill's triangle, was unmatched at the time in American history. To me, I feel that without these men, we probably would have been in a much more unsafe work environment. The places that our parents go to every day to make money and support you and your family would have all came at the risk of their lives. The amount of effort these guys put into their craft and what they do best really did impact the American work environment for the better. The author, Mike Kubik, does a really good job by providing a glimpse of what they had to do and the vast amount of tasks that needed to be achieved before this project even took off. We've come a long way since the fire happened, but it's clear that we have a long way to go. Organizations today are not compliant with their worker safety procedures, compliances, practices. It is therefore up to us through the pressure on our government and the strategic exercise of our rights as the students of the American dream to ensure that the correct rules are in place and they are followed by organizations. After all, safety in the workplace is hardly a thing of the past. It seems almost every year somewhere in the United States, another workplace disaster happens. Like last year, when a Texas fertilizer plant exploded, killing 14 people and injuring more than 160. Or in 2017, when an explosion took place near a natural gas plant at Williams Discovery in Paris, about 30 minutes west of New Orleans. We can't undo history and restore the ones we've lost, but we can keep others from endearing similar fates, and work in workplaces that ensure both security and fairness, now and in the future. This is your host, Liban Shake, and I look forward to seeing you on The Shake Show.